Hey, and welcome to another nightcap. What's a nightcap? Well, it's a way to end your day with some friendly conversation and or a drink. These are typically streamed live on Periscope by the same name, but I also record them and upload them here so that those of you who prefer to just listen to this on your favorite podcast platform of choice can also do that. So let's get to a small, short little advertisement, and then we'll be on with the episode. As always, thank you so much for stopping by. So, hello, and on tonight's nightcap, we have a viewer slash listener request topic that we're going to talk about. And this comes by way of a fellow who is on Twitter. Um, his name is Goaterhead. Uh, he's a pretty cool guy. Talked to him about a lot of stuff. Um, and so he asked the following today uh, as, the, as the topic he was interested in hearing about, which is, I would love to hear what you love about Michigan. I really like it there. Would love to hear more. What are the stereotypes about Michigan in the Midwest? What are the truths? How do Michiganders view other places, Wisconsin, New York, etc.? So obviously, I can't speak for all Michiganders, but I will speak uh, for myself and some of my friends and family and the things that I know and the things that I've heard and listened to and experienced and all that sort of fun shit. So first off, hey everyone, cheers. Hope you had a great day. Uh, let's sit back and have a drink, uh, and relax. So let's start with the first part. He would love to know what I love about Michigan. So, um, one thing that's neat about Michigan is that you have a state where if you drive north to south or east to west, uh, it's larger than you would expect, and especially if you're going to go north to south. And the state, while you're going to always be in a Midwestern climate, obviously, once you start to get up into the upper peninsula of Michigan, um, you really get some primordial forests up there. Um, I know a lot of people don't think of Michigan as some great uh, lost historic mysterious, you know, you have places like the Pacific Northwest with the, the redwood forests and the Olympia forests and all that. But <clears throat> when you get up into the upper peninsula of Michigan, uh, you start to get, you start to get in the remote areas. Uh, that's pretty remote up there. There's some pretty rough country and by rough country, I don't mean necessarily like deadly or dangerous, but, um, Man, it's pretty, it's something else. Um, and I don't know if there are a lot of other states that quite have that breadth of separation. So if you're unfamiliar with Michigan, there's a bridge called the Mackinac Bridge. So you have to take this bridge to kind of get from the, the uh, southern part of the state to the northern part of the state. It's a huge bridge. And when you're going over that bridge and you're going up there, um, you're going over some pretty tumultuous waters. Now, it's not the ocean, but I think 
uh, people forget that there's a reason why they're called the Great Lakes. And I think, uh, and I'll get to this also in a second because it's kind of a neat thing about Michigan. Um, man, there's a lot of cool stuff up there. There's some old, uh, like Fort Michel Mackinac. Um, you can go in, you can walk around these forts. They're still reminiscent of the old uh, forts uh, when the whole area was still nothing but forest and woodland and there were trappers and trappers going up to Canada. Um, the logging industry, um, you know, Mi Michigan in that regard has a little bit of a, a, a little bit of a tough history. Uh, some real bad motherfuckers uh, sort of braving the terrain around here. And um, I think that's pretty cool. I think it's pretty cool to have a state where if you travel around the outside of it, you're pretty much on water the whole entire time other than the bottom. And uh, it has some pretty gorgeous coastline. Uh, again, I know that a lot of the ocean front has the, the, the real fanfare, the real glory in that regard, but there are some beautiful uh, sections of coast. If I end up not doing a whole lot of other vacation stuff <clears throat> this year in terms of traveling, I may end up taking my motorcycle uh, on a ride sort of around the outside of the state. And if I do, I'll make sure I take some pictures and post those up so you can see them. But uh, the Great Lakes are something else. It's, it's, a, it's a fascinating thing to go to one of those lakes so the place that I know, you can go to Lake Huron, when you stand on the beach and you look out over that lake, if you didn't know any better, you would assume that that's endless water. Um, horizon to horizon, as far as you know, it's endless water. Um, of course, it isn't because you can go across it and there's Canada, not that far away. But the other thing that's cool about Michigan, and this is talking about the Great Lakes, is, man, the Great Lakes are not your nice little pond in your backyard. Um, there are a ton, <clears throat> and I mean a ton, of boats that are down at the bottom of those lakes. Uh, they have claimed their fair share of boats. And I'm not talking, again, about a little pontoon boat. I'm talking about very large boats. Some nasty storms in the middle of those lakes. Uh, some very nasty water, some waves that would surprise you at how big they get when you get out in the middle of those lakes. But now here's another interesting thing that you get in the Great Lakes that you might not, you, you, you might, if you were a person who wasn't experienced and you weren't ready for this, that you might not uh, necessarily realize, but then in the winter, those lakes freeze. Uh, and even if the lake itself doesn't completely freeze, and screw you over what you might find out is that as the spray from the water splashes up on the boat it starts freezing and you get this salt crust uh not salt crust you get this water crust uh basically on the boat you can slip and slide off the deck uh your boat can capsize crack uh it's very dangerous so it's it's more badass in that regard uh, than I think people give it credit for. Um, another neat thing about the state is there's tons of lakes, tons of lakes, tons of rivers. Um, we have uh, some excellent, excellent camping, fishing, hunting spots. Um, whether or not you are a person who thinks hunting should be a thing, 
we do have some great hunting, some really good wilderness. Um, we have, when we have them, some of the most spectacular falls. Uh, the autumn season here with the trees. I know there's a lot of people uh, out there who are horror fans. Uh, in the horror fam, horror family, mutant family, horror freaks, whatever you want to call them. You want to talk about an ideal place to spend Halloween. Fucking Michigan. Um, tons of cor- corn grown in the state. <clears throat> so you get some really cool corn fields, pumpkins, gourds, squashes, um, some phenomenal apples. Apples and apple cider. I mean, a, a nice crisp fall day like that uh, is something to behold here in the state. And that's always been one of my favorites for as long as I can remember. Uh, Michigan's autumn is just incredible when we get a good one. So, uh, to continue on about things that I love about Michigan, um, I love that there, uh, are some very cool historic products, projects, musicians, and actors from the state. I imagine that's probably true about a lot of states out there, but we have some neat sort of local history. For example, there's a soda called Verner's that was a ginger ale soda that was really good that's here in Michigan that uh, I think since Pepsi-Cola bought it, uh, you can get it, I think, outside the state now. But for a while, it was fairly local only. It was good and spicy. Uh, Michigan, and specifically Detroit, I'll talk about Detroit in a little bit. Um, We have amazing hot dogs. We have amazing hot dogs, amazing chili dogs, amazing coney dogs. Maybe some of the best, as far as I'm concerned. We talked about that the other day on Twitter, and how the only condiment you're supposed to put on a hot dog is mustard, no ketchup. Uh, And we had some phenomenal uh, mustard, rather, that was made here. Uh, There's one called Red Pelican that was just absolutely spectacular. Um, So some good mustards. And the other thing that I love about Michigan in that regard, that a lot of people I don't think realize... um, and I don't really want to get too much into the politics of this, but the state has an interesting breadth and mix of people in a relatively close area. You have, obviously, a lot of Caucasian people around. Now, let me divide that up. You had a lot of Polish immigrants that came here. You had uh, some who were, I think, from Holland. You had a lot of Germans. Um, you had a lot of Italians and they all kind of mixed in and around. You have obviously a very large black population. You have, uh, a lot of Muslims. You have a lot of Indians. Uh, you have, uh, just a really big mix of, um, Jewish, Chaldean, Catholic, Christian, um, in and around that Metro Detroit area. There's a, a, a really big span of, of people in their communities. Um, for example, there's a place called uh, the Dakota Inn, um, uh, the Rathskeller, that has just incredible German food. There's a lot of Polish uh, restaurants, a place called Trodex. Uh, I think I pronounced that right. Pronouncing Polish stuff is, is brutal. Um, but amazing, uh, uh, pierogi, um, 
that's always awesome. Uh, when I worked, uh, uh, when I spent more time downtown, there's some great soul food that you could get downtown. Um, <clears throat> a lot of great uh, Indian food restaurants um, that are up in and around uh, the area, especially in uh, areas like Auburn Hills. I can't remember the name of this Indian food place that's just spectacular and, and just the best restaurant. Great service in there. Chef's Kiss, just fucking love it. Um, so it's it's a state that for, in a lot of ways, the relative flat geography, at least around in the area where I uh, am f- more familiar, um, there's a lot of mix of stuff. And I, I when I think about the Great Lakes and going to the Great Lakes, I feel like I take that for granted because... Uh, again, if you're somewhere kind of in the in the middle of the country, uh, you you unless you're going to take a trip to see the coast and see the ocean, there's nothing like that body of water. And uh, um, in that regard, just there's something about the Great Lakes to me that is it's very it's very mysterious in that regard. Maybe not more so than the ocean. Maybe just different. Uh, but there's a lot of neat legends of uh, y- you know. Uh, some Native American uh, history and folklore that's up in the northern part of the state. Uh, a lot of the same sort of around, you know, maritime tales. Uh, the state has some uh, very bloody, brutal areas in it too. Um, some very vicious, nasty, mean areas. And I'm not just talking about Detroit either. Um, that would be uh, up in uh, Saginaw. I think it's Saginaw. I'm having... I've had too many drinks. I can't remember what it is, but I believe it's believe it's Saginaw. It's not Sanilac. It's got to be Saginaw. I think it's Saginaw. Um, but they had for a long time a logging industry, and that logging industry had a lot of people who weren't paid a lot of money, um, and there was a lot of crime. Uh, it was very dangerous. People would get crushed and killed by the logs. Uh, or the saws, or whatever, uh, a lot of death in and around that area. A lot of crime, people uh, robbing people on the road. Um, there's a lot of uh, ghost uh, stories um, about haunted places, places built on Indian burial grounds, places that are cursed, um, demons from the deep woods. Uh, there's a lot of creepy shit up and around that area. Again, especially as you start to get up to the Upper Peninsula, like you start to move into, you know, the deep woods, if you know what I mean. And I think I can't say that line. It's not my line. Um, but those are some things that I love about Michigan. Um, uh, you know, it, it's, I used to love the Red Wings. We used to have a great hockey team and our hockey team sucks. But, um, uh, in that regard, uh, the, uh, oh, one, one more thing. We have the best beer in the world. Best beer in the world here in Michigan. Because we have the best water here in the world. Because we have all these fresh lakes. Freshwater lakes all over the place. And some people who really know how to brew their shit. Uh, Some just absolutely world-class beer. Uh, And also our pizza is better than Chicago and New York. Sorry, Tony. It's just fucking fact. Um, Detroit-style pizza is the best pizza. You fight me in real life. (laughs) 
so he had asked some uh, other points of questions here. So um, on the uh, part here where we go to the uh, podcast, this will take a break for an advertisement, and then we'll be right back. Okay, so we'll move on to part two. Um, so he's asking, uh, what are some of the stereotypes about Michigan and the Midwest truths and how do we view other places, that sort of thing. So one, uh, one thing here about Michigan that I, I, I feel like, I, I feel like there's a, uh, little bit of a stereotype that we are just the frozen North, uh, area cause we're up North and that's true. Um, in a sense, uh, the winters here can get pretty brutally cold, maybe not as cold as, uh, a place like Wisconsin, maybe not obviously as cold as places up in Canada or like the Dakotas, uh, or Alaska or anything like that. But during the winter time, it can get brutally cold here. You know, we've had those cold spells where it drops into the negative double digits. Uh, and with the wind, the freezing wind, when you're by those lakes, the wind that comes off those lakes is, I've actually gotten brain freeze uh, from that. It's so cold. Um, have had uh, areas where I was walking downtown and just the wind that blows through Detroit up some of the streets in Detroit, that wind is cold enough. It will give you brain freeze. Uh, the wind down here and Ambam is tough. Yeah, I, I hate wind. I'm, you can, me and Eric, uh, me and Eric Kane always like, I hate wind. That wind is tough. Um, you get, you get the wind, uh, in the wintertime off those lakes, off those bodies of water where that really just picks up and just whips across the ice. That shit is just ice cold. <laughs> you can't stand the wind. <laughs> yeah. So see, we can commiserate about how much we don't like the wind. Um, so yeah, Michigan can get extremely cold, but then on the same token, right now, Florida is in the middle of a heat wave. Uh, usually when you smoke your cigar, you run out of the air because of the wind. See? Fucking wind, man. And, and like, it ruins your cigars, ruins everything. Wind just ruins your day. Fucking hate wind. And then, except for sometimes in the summer, uh, because of the summers here, we had a few days where we went from what I'll call late winter. Your cigar is ruined. Can't ruin that cigar, man. You gotta, you gotta find a way to repair it, shield it, shelter it, dig yourself a hole or build a little shelter and get in there and enjoy the rest of that cigar. Gotta, gotta enjoy that stick. Don't let it go. Don't let it go. Don't let it die. <laughs> but, uh, we have, uh, summers where, uh, and by summer, I mean, it went from, what was it, 40, 50 degrees. Literally, I'm not joking. It was about 55 degrees. Hey, Goaterhead has joined. This episode was uh, was inspired uh, by Mr. Goaterhead talking about uh, Michigan uh, and Midwest facts. So uh, we're talking to him, uh, talk, talking all this. This is uh, was brought to him by him. One dude says, dude, fuck my wind. My wife smokes cigars and now she's dead because of wind. Oh, 
Wait a minute. She's dead because of the wind or the cigar is dead because of the wind? Jeez. Fucking brutal wind. Demon wind. But we went here in Michigan from 55, 60 degrees to 95 degrees with like 55 to 60% humidity. So we went from cool Canada weather to fucking deep Florida. And that was like in the space of like two days. So your blood is still thick from wintertime because it was goddamn cold as shit. And then all of a sudden, boom, it's hot and you're summer. And then everybody just sweats and gets fucking jock itch and folliculitis. Fucking brutal. And that goes on like that every now and then when it hits. And, th- and, then, and then when you want wind, there's none. And you can watch and the trees and everything are dead still. And it's just hotter than the fucking humid devil's nutsack. Um, and God, it's just terrible. Um, you hate cigar and you baldy. Okay. Um, so yeah, it, it's just gets, uh, brutally hot like that it really sucks. Um, so I feel like that's a, uh, um, uh, I don't know what this dude's talking about. Goodbye. Um, so yeah, it just gets, uh, it it goes from really cold Canada, man must drop some cool breezes. That's the problem. Depending on the, which way the wind is blowing, you'll get it in the winter time where we get Canada's extra cold wind that comes by and is fucking freezing. And then, uh, you'll get nothing when the summer, when it's hot. Uh, and so you just roast and everybody sits here and just sweats and hides in their houses, their conditioning, because here's another thing that if you were not from the Midwest and you're not from sort of this area around here, um, we get, you have to have, what is the stereotypical Michigan woman? I'll get to that in a minute. I don't think there is one, honestly, because as I was talking before, there's a huge mix and breadth of what you encounter in the state, both in terms of, uh, racial, religious demographics, but also you have, for example, I could be in downtown Detroit. So middle of Detroit financial district, middle of the fucking city. And in an hour, you can be at a place where it's endless, basically cornfields and you're in the fucking country with tractors and cows and everything else. And that, and that's like an hour. I'm not even talking like that far of a drive. Um, so you, there's a wide span of urban to rapid country. And then going even further up north from that, basically who people who live near homesteader, uh, lifestyles where that's true backwoods, like living in, you know, small little cabins where that's remote, where you have to have uh, you know, sort of specialty vehicles, um, to, to, uh, specialty vehicles to get there. Um, <laughs> any Viking women, uh, up North, uh, you know, you get the, you get the stout, uh, you know, you get the stout sort of broader shouldered equipped for the cold, uh, chicks up there. Um, but, in, in the Midwest, and specifically here in Michigan, you have to have a very good furnace 
And you also typically have to have a good air conditioner. Now, maybe you don't have to have an air conditioner because you can tough it out and just not have that and have fans and good ventilation and, uh, you know, um, uh, circulation through your house. But you have to have a good furnace because your shit will freeze here. And if you don't know what ice dams are, ice dams will destroy your roof and destroy your house. Um, and so you can't really build a house here that's equipped for maximum defense against cold because then if it gets really hot in the summer, your house is going to be just a death, death sweat box. So it, it can be difficult to in that regard own a home here because you do have to prep and prepare for the nasty effects of winter and winter prep and also summer and potential storms we haven't had any uh real bad storms like that in a while with like tornadoes and all that but every now and then we get rains here um if you didn't if you if, if you didn't see the news um and you uh haven't um sort of read up on it. We had rains here recently that were so bad that it destroyed one of the dams uh, that was up north and houses got washed off their foundations. Uh, like literal horror movie style shit. Like uh, the dam broke and the, the water came rushing through and there was basically a emergency broadcast to people that said, flee your homes, the dam has broke uh, and you may all get washed away and killed. So... Um, in that regard, it can be it can be kind of a tough state to live in. Um, you know, we don't we don't get hurricanes or anything like that, but the bad winters can destroy a lot of stuff. A lot of people die in the winter trying to shovel snow and take care of their houses in the winter. Uh, that's kind of a big mess. Um, and in terms of Michiganders viewing other places, so so what stereotypes about Michigan the best? They, we do tend to be, I'm going to say kind of a, maybe, maybe, maybe not aggressive. Um, Michigan can be weird. You can get people who are like super kind of mean, uh, and standoffish, uh, especially in and around the Metro Detroit area. It, it opens up a little bit in the country areas, but kind of mean and standoffish until there's a big crisis. And then everybody kind of comes together, which is fascinating to me, um, you know, we we here, I, I feel like a lot of people in Michigan, at least myself and I know a lot of my friends and family, we look at cities like, for example, Chicago and New York, who when they like to talk about how things are tough in their city and this and that and the other, it's like, well, okay, uh, except... Your city has all these other popular destinations. You have tourism and you have sort of this mystique of being, uh, you know, wow, the Big Apple, New York, or oh, Chicago. I feel like the reputation that Detroit has is you're going to go there and you're going to get killed. Um, and we lost a lot of the industry that was keeping that city a beautiful city. Um, it fell on hard times. It lost a lot of money. Uh, it kind of turned into a hot mess. Um, and I don't think a lot of people necessarily realize how easily and quickly a major metropolitan city like that can go from being 
can can go from being on top of the world to nearly complete broke, destitute, and just full of crime. Um, are Michiganders proud of their state? You work with two, and they seem to really like it. I think you're going to find that most of the people that live here like living here. Of course, we all have our bitches and complaints like you will living anywhere, but um, I feel like people in Michigan, uh, they're tough, industrious. Um, you know, I have always been proud of the lakes here. Um, a lot of good foods, a lot of good beverages. Again, some great artists and actors and musicians have come from the state. I've always been proud of uh, sort of Michigan being proud of its own heritage, you know, trying to remember and support some of the cool things that are in downtown Detroit, um, some of the industry that's over in Grand Rapids. Uh, it's got some phenomenal colleges and schools. Michigan State and University of Michigan are, again, world-class. Uh, some of the research and techniques that done in medicine are also world-class. Um, obviously, the automotive component of the big three and all of the uh, you know stories, research, and advancements that have been done in automotive. So, you know, in that regard, yeah, it's, it's a state you can be proud of. Um, you know, obviously, like a, like a lot of things, uh, there's places that I wish were different. You know, I wish we had mountains. I wish, uh, you know, we had some areas where there's a little bit more dry heat and it wasn't as humid. But, you know, you can slice that apart uh, like you could probably living anywhere uh, and find some things that you do and don't like about it. But uh, I feel like, yeah, people, uh, if you came and you did some research and reading and you drove around and you saw Detroit and you saw the history of Detroit, and you read about what happened to the city. Um, I know that right now it's a tumultuous time in terms of the, uh, in terms of the, the world and the politics, but if you just watch what happened in the politics of just that city and what happened, um, it, it's disheartening, it's very sad um, and disappointing because Detroit can be amazing. Um, you know, going downtown, walking around downtown Detroit when there was a baseball game playing and going to some of the bars, some just great historic bars and restaurants down there and walking down to the Detroit river and seeing across and seeing Canada and the lights at night and the activity of the city and then seeing a baseball game and, you know, going to the bars afterwards, a lot of fun, a whole lot of fun, um, you know, the Detroit, when it's at its best, is one of the best. Um, I'm not going to say when Detroit is as is at its worst, it's one of the worst. But Detroit can also can also get you. Uh, you do have to watch out for some areas in and around Detroit. Now, here's another thing uh, that I feel like if you're from Michigan and people talk about New York City or Chicago. Uh, a lot of other cities, uh, you know, Miami, uh, you know, uh, geez, uh, maybe not LA, uh, but look up Detroit and look at how large the city is. When I grew up, I thought of Detroit as just the downtown center of Detroit. But if you look at the city of Detroit, it's fucking massive. It's gigantic. Um, in the amount of resources and management and mismanagement of that city 
and given its size. And when I hear people talk about how, oh, it would be so easy to just get this and that and the other. Like, but you don't realize the difficulties in managing a city and stuff that's that large. In that regard, Michigan and Detroit can be kind of a microcosm for the way a lot of those things go when you make those changes. Um, But, man, I'll tell you, like, Port Towns. So I have a ridiculous shirt on that is from Lexington, Michigan. Lexington, Michigan was an old Port Town. Um, Still has these really old buildings. It looks like you've traveled back in time when you're there. It's super cool. We have lighthouses. We have sand dunes. Um, again, up and around in some of the areas of the city, or not the city, the state, you do really find some natural beauty. Uh, some beauty that you can't quite really find anywhere else. Like those sand dunes, uh, those sand dunes are something to behold. Um, and I'll tell you this, if you decide to go there and you think you're badass and you're going to walk up and down them, be prepared for a rude awakening. I hope you work out your, I hope you work out your glutes and your quads a lot because you're going to be, you're going to be bumping. Um, <laughs> but it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous terrain. Um, and the orchards and the cherries uh, and the, the farming, um, really, really cool. A uh, lot of neat little destinations to go and travel around. Um, iron mines, there's caves, uh, up in the upper peninsula that are, uh, that are up there. Um, so, you know, it's, it, it's a city with a lot, or it's a state with a lot of different kind of regions and aspects and, and, and to it. Um, <laughs> the, the Windsor Ballet, maybe not for me so much, but, um, I'm sure there's a lot of people who enjoy that quite a bit. And of course, whether you love them or hate them, the casinos and the casinos, uh, you know, the casinos are something too that are pretty cool that you can't really get like that on that scale outside of Atlantic City or Vegas. Um, and uh, I will say, you know, in terms of uh, a traditional or stereotypical, you know, Michigan woman, but, you know, in and around this area, in and around just this metro Detroit area, you have a large population of, uh, again, German, Polish, uh, uh, Italian, Black, uh, Muslim, uh, Chaldean, Indian. Jeez, um, just a, a big Mex, a big uh, Hispanic and uh, Mexican, um, a large mix of all sorts of different people around and. The state being kind of as, in that regard, large as it is, you know, you have pockets of different people in different areas that are either more more city, more rural. Uh, you know, s- some of them tend to be a little more standoffish. Some of them tend to be a little more southern charm, even though you're in the north. Um, so I don't really know if there is a stereotypical, although I would say there tends to be a, 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 a much of a prevailing thing in Michigan of settling down and having kids um and especially given that the winter time in the winter time here people pretty much just uh 
I mean, it's the reason why bowling and darts and billiards and that sort of shit and euchre, the card card game euchre, which I can't fucking stand, so I'm not going to talk about euchre anymore. There's a reason why all that stuff is popular and popular in Midwest states and in here, particular in Michigan, because during the wintertime, unless you're big into big winter sports, you don't really do a whole lot of those winter sports around the city other than maybe street hockey. Um, Basically, when the winter comes, people play indoor leisure sports, drink beer and fuck and make babies. And just that's kind of it. You know, at least in around a lot of those metro Detroit areas. Um, So that's uh, that's a lot of stuff about Michigan. Um, I don't honestly know if I'm going to live the rest of my days uh, solely here in the state. I may start venturing out, um, in the wintertime, uh, I want to explore and go see around a little bit, but I've got a lot of friends and family here, uh, and I do love the Michigan summers. The, again, the Great Lakes are just awe-inspiring and gorgeous. Um, it's a great state to take motorcycle trips on when it's summertime and it's not freezing cold. Um, so in that regard, I would say, hey, if you're going to be around and you're going to be in Michigan, you want to stop by, you want to have a beer, hit me up on Twitter, send me a message. Uh, we'll find a way to meet up somewhere. Uh, that beer will be on me. Uh, thank you so much, Goaterhead, for the uh, suggestion topic. It was fun to talk about. I don't claim to be any Michigan historian, but I've lived here for a while and uh, seen a lot of different parts of the state. It, it's pretty cool. Um if you're interested in the spooky sort of thing, uh, I think you can go on. You can go on Amazon. I think you can look up. Uh, there's a lot of haunted. Uh, there's a, there's a bunch of these sort of ghost hunter style movies uh, that were made by this guy. I think he was a rapper um, who's here from the state, and he made some relatively cool uh, documentaries and movies on there. Uh, some of them are pretty spooky. Some of them also have just some cool history of the state in terms of areas that have sort of a reputation for being haunted or where they creep you out. I have some interesting family stories that I'm going to share at one point. Um, I may save them for later in this year. Uh, I might be doing a a collaboration uh, with Lady Winters, uh, Labalana T on Twitter. We'll see. Uh, That I think is going to happen maybe in October. So, uh, some of those stories I like to keep, uh, sort of in my back pocket, uh, so I don't retell them too many times. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a good place to live. You know, uh, you could do worse. You could do a lot worse. Um, so, hey, cheers to Michigan again. Cheers. Go Thanks so much for the topic. As always, if there's anything you want to hear me talk about, drop me a line on Twitter, say, Hey, say hello. Um, and we'll shoot the shit at 11 p.m. Eastern and I'll record it and then I'll put it on my podcast. So good night to you. Take care. Rest well. Nightcap rules are that I must finish the drink before I sign off. So I'm going to do one more swallow of that. Um, also note if you are a dickhead in the chat, Uh, I will instantly block you because I really don't care. Uh, If you want to be a dickhead, you can go be a dickhead somewhere else. Uh, So, uh, cheers. Cheers to you. Have yourself a good night.
I love you. Be safe out there. Until next time, take it easy.